if you're lucky, you might encounter a Larvitar. What a fun spawn for this event. That's actually kind of cool for those of you that didn't get to do e- Community Day uh, over a decade and a half ago, it feels like. The past four years have been one heck of a decade. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. If Zarud doesn't know Sandstorm, we're starting a riot. Explorer Pikachu is making a comeback, which really means the return of that Whalemer water bottle. I'm sorry, I can't hear you over how adorable Butterfree with a bow is. Shiny vibes return to your regularly scheduled programming. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast. It's episode 162. Wowza. It's September 23rd, a Thursday evening this week because Tuesday... I was feeling a little weird. So Kyle and I were like, eh, let's move it to Thursday. We got nothing else going on. That's completely fine. So here we are in yet another Thursday evening recording. Um, and it's uh, it's been kind of a quiet-ish week. Uh, it would be kind of a sh- watch something drop tomorrow. That that Well, I'm sure that'll happen. <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen. But it's been kind of a nice week. Uh, just kind of a rundown here. We're going to talk about the event that was announced. Um, and we are going to be talking about Oshawott Day and a whole lot of other monkey business <laughs> oh, 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 oh geez all right yeah you're gonna understand why that's a bad joke in just a little bit here but kyle how are you i'm okay i'm i'm okay just okay no that's a lie but like it's longer than we have showtime to talk about oh does this have <laughs> so. to, this has to do with uh the the old job eh yeah this, oh yeah. chris has heard all about it my girlfriend has heard <laughs> Uh, more than could possibly imagine over the last like week, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a lot of inside baseball via texts and me yeah, just yeah. me just living vicariously through you and also being miserable because I cannot imagine. Jeez. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> quick shout out to three brand new patrons of ours. Shout out to Tim, Bonnie, and Jason. Thank you so much for your patronage. We appreciate your support and your confidence in what we do here uh we hope to see you in the discord if that's your thing and looking forward to uh, getting to know you better maybe do some raids all that good stuff all right mr kyle in between these episodes of existential dread that you've been experiencing this past week mm-hmm. <laughs> you said set some goals and I i'm did. curious to see if maybe you have achieved them or not let's see okay <laughs> now it does bear reminding that we, we did set some shiny goals except I guess you could call Kyle's goal the shiny goal for Oshawa Community Day. <laughs> we'll do our goals first, and then we'll talk about Oshawa Community Day. So, uh, did you catch your at least one shiny? Yeah, I think I got four by oh, the end wow. of the day. So overachiever, okay. I know, nice. right? How about forty eggs? Did that happen this week? It did. Excellent, and two hundred thousand stardust, sir. It did happen. Wow! Look at you, three out of three. <laughs> golden boy golden boy 100 percent. you're ruining your average you're making this harder for you (laughs) 
<laughs> making everyone else look bad. <laughs> uh, I wanted to hit 7 million experience total in my level. I actually got to 7.5, so that was 2.5 nice. million on the day. Wow. 25 shinies. I blew that out of the water with 44. Jeez. Uh, 200,000 Stardust. I did I did that and uh, quite a bit more. And 25 kilometers. I did end up actually hitting 25 for my Adventure Sync summary this past Monday. So I did achieve that as well. So four out of four for me. What a banner week for the GoCast right. crew. When was the last time we got 100% collectively? Oh, don't ask me that question. It'll I'm be not one depressing. You. Someone and in the two. audience might know. Oh, yeah. Somebody else that might have <laughs> kept that scorecard for us because we didn't. I would love to know. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's just roll, I suppose, right into the news so we can kind of hop into this. Yo, what up? It's the news. And the first piece of news is old news. Oshawa Community Day was this weekend. Kyle, I know you said that you were not really uh, looking forward to it just because you didn't really have an opportunity to go in, to go out and do it because you had to work that day and it was too short notice for you to, to get off. So, how did you manage your four? Did you actually get to open the app on a break or something? Uh, I, I, It's pretty slow at the store that I'm working at. So I was using my plus for most of the day. Well, when it stayed connected, I basically stopped catching when I got tired of having to reconnect it every like 30 minutes. Sure, sure. So I, I put a lure down because, you know, Starbucks, it's a Pokestop. And the spawns around a single location weren't terrible, all things considered. And and that's kind of about it. I, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of experience. It is now the second water starter that I have missed because of work. I can't oh, help but man. notice. Bummer, bummer, <laughs> bummer. Did you manage to do the special research? No. Okay. All right. So I actually got to play the entire day. I made a point of of going out early and doing so. I ran into uh, Terry Wolf. I ran into Legendary Moo. I actually got to sit and talk with Moo in a parking lot for like a good 30 minutes. It was really nice catching up. <laughs> and uh, and I took like a, a couple of walks around the local park uh, in Woodstock, the big one, which uh, if you're not familiar, it's like, oh, well, it's like just under two miles for a loop. And I did two of those. I had a really nice time getting out and walking again. It's starting to be fall weather around here, which is my favorite season. That's just because it has my birthday, but because it is the superior season in all forms and aspects. But Oshawott event in particular, I thought the special research, while poorly named, was completely fine. I never am really disappointed with those. The shiny rate was bonkers, in my opinion. <laughs> I, it, just a, a quick little, I guess, a uh, hot tip for those of you that didn't get to participate. When you are eyeballing Oshawott's in the wild for shiny, just look for the nose because that's the most distinct part of that model in the shiny. I got like a number two in Great League, and that's pretty much it. No <laughs> hundos again, dude. I don't know what's going on, but I caught like 900 of these things. And no hundo. I have not caught a hundo on a community day except for Garchomp. So oh, it's yeah. the only one. And we all got that one. Yeah. I've played 36 now. Something yeah. like that. Somewhere in that department of community days. So I don't even I don't even know what's up with that. I was just surprised. I was just surprised. And I'm gonna keep being surprised because of the <laughs> just the sheer volume of Pokemon I catch. This yeah. should be the one thing I consistently do well in. 
because it's something I care about, but I, I guess not. Uh, but regardless, the community itself was great. Seeing people was great. Kyle, I'm sorry you didn't get to participate, but it was Oshawott. I, I know a guy who's got 40 plus, like, you know, I could give you some, but you got four already, so you're fine. I, I don't even care about the four that I have, so it's okay. <laughs> you got the family. You're fine. It's yeah, all exactly. about family, Dom. Okay. Oh the God. actual event that we're going to be talking about in the news section here today is called Secrets of the Jungle. Now, this might sound familiar. It's because a year ago we had a similar event. Yep. The latest Pokemon film. Pokemon the movie Secrets of the Jungle is releasing globally on Netflix on Friday, October 8th, 2021. In celebration of this movie's release, Zarud, the rogue monkey Pokemon, will be making its Pokemon Go debut. You'll be able to encounter it by completing limited time special research. You can also look forward to lots of other in-game content inspired by the movie, including the return of Jesse and James to Pokemon Go. Now, we rarely get to talk about the whole Jesse and James thing, but just a, a reminder that the reason we don't see them more often, because this is kind of interesting, is that the anime team is different than all the other teams as well. And so things that are anime specific, like Trico with a piece of hay in its mouth, Squirtle Squad Squirtle, and Jesse and James as they appear uh, are kind of like they're owned by the anime team is my understanding mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's why it seems kind of rare and infrequent but in that case it makes it feel much more special so i'm not really complaining in this case because it's kind of neat the double balloon thing the first time they came out we're like what <laughs> nice all right date and time friday october 1st at 10 a.m to sunday october 10th at 8 p.m local time features include a limited special research story complete this research line to encounters a root and help professor willow learn more about the rogue monkey pokemon this is the first time that this dark and grass type mythical Pokemon will be available in Pokemon Go. Note that you can obtain the special research only during the event period, but once you have it, you can complete it anytime. So that is to say, if you are busy at the event time, make sure you open your app or get somebody to open the app for you, you know, uh, and just just claim the research. Just get it started and you can take it at your own pace, which I think is a lovely uh, way to do this sometimes. Encounter Pokemon related to Pokemon the movie, Secrets of the Jungle, Hoot Hoot, Combi, Drillber, Cottony, Dwebble, and more will be appearing more frequently in the wild. If you're lucky, you might encounter a Larvitar. What a fun spawn for this event. That's actually kind of cool for those of you that didn't get to do the community day uh, over a decade and a half ago, it feels like. <laughs> Explore- <laughs> the past four years have been one heck of a decade. Uh, Explore Pikachu will be making its return to Pokemon Go, appearing in the wild. My sister's favorite costumed Pikachu, and I find it very hard to disagree. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Explore Pikachu. If your eyes have not been blessed by Explore Pikachu yet, let me tell you, it's adorable. <laughs> it is like the second best costume Pokemon in the game. Is the Rock one your, your favorite one? Or, or Libre? Or no no is is the gengar one. Oh, okay. that's why i said costume not costume pikachu it is definitely the best pikachu yes yes uh he's got like a little explorer hat on he's got like his little explorer vest on too but the the best feature is a little shoulder slung whalemer water bottle mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. cute oh my god so catch those Pokemon seen in the movie will be appearing in raids throughout the event. Explore Pikachu, Larvitar, Rock and Rolla, Fungus. Uh, there's the filler. 
and Rufflet will be appearing in one-star raids. And if you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Rufflet. That's where all of my raid passes will be going. Thank you what are they going to do once they release Fungus's shiny? I hope they just stay the course because I like <laughs> I would like to see it more often. What are they going to replace it with? What other filler could they have? I don't know. I What's going to Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. We'll have to say that for a future Pokéball question of what is the future fung- fungus once fungus <laughs> gets in shiny. Uh in three-star raids you can expect to find Lickitung, Chansey, Pinsir, Ludicolo and Flygon. And as mentioned, Jesse and James will can be continuing their hijinks from last year's event. Keep an eye out for them in your snapshots and watch for their Meowth balloon. Jesse and James will be appearing in their Meowth be- balloon balloon <laughs> in their Meowth balloon until Friday, October 15th at 10 a.m. local time. Get theme to field research tasks from Pokestops that'll lead to encounters with Audino, Rufflet, and more. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Rufflet. Uh, Audino is bonus Stardust on catch, so just bear that in mind. Mm-hmm. New free avatar items will be available in the style shop, including the adventure hat and the Whalmer water bottle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they need to make that as official merch. I would buy that for everybody I know. You, you know that it would be on the Pokemon Center and it would sell out within six minutes and you wouldn't even get to buy one. I would have to buy it off of eBay for like $500. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kyle, uh, this this Secrets of the Jungle event, you hype anything to look forward to? Uh, well, we're going to talk about Zarud extensively over the rest of the show, so we'll not talk about that right now um can i just say how insulting it is that explorer pikachu is in raids <laughs> oh i guess so it's because the shiny though like people want to shiny hunt it but it's whenever we get a hat pikachu in the wild it's just everywhere like i don't know it feels kind of weird i wonder if it means it's not going to be very common in the wild in which case that's going to feel kind of bad because like i said every time we get a pikachu it's it's everywhere but wasn't pikachu with a five-shaped balloon also in raids yes and it was ridiculous oh it was it was also oh, yes. ridiculous <laughs> yes it, it's the five-shaped balloon it is the five-shaped balloon yeah and i i hope the combi are very common that's that's my hope for this event i want lots of combi spawning and that's all i'll care about all right i think the larvitar uh in raids and the larvitar as a spawn is is a good draw for sure I'm excited to target Rufflet in raids and field tasks. I think that'll be my primary focus for this event. But I'm also excited to see some more Stardust-centric spawns as well. It's kind of neat. So uh, nothing to complain about there. And Jesse and James coming back? Who doesn't love them? That's great. I I love Jesse and James. I love the double rocket stuff. I wish Mm -hmm. they'd work that mechanic into the game as just a chance. Like you run into a rocket and it's like a rocket not a like a general like uh one of the leaders but yeah one step below and then they have a grunt with them and that that would just be really cool like 10 percent chance of happening or something like that you know it'd be really funny is if like they don't show it to you until after the first one's popped up and like we're team rocket you know how hot pokemon a uh, fire pokemon's breath can get and then no matter what their their first line is, the second grunt just slides in and goes and make it double. And that's it <laughs> for everything that they say. <laughs> I'd be super down. But anyway, uh, looking forward to this event. Uh, we hope you are, too. Again, it starts on October 1st and runs through October 10th. All right, cool. So 
enough monkeying around, Kyle. Let's hop into Gear Up. How Zarud. This week on Gear Up, we're going to talk about Zarud. And is it any good? The consensus is it's very good. It's about time, actually. It's the best grass type by a significant margin, as long as we're not counting shadows and megas. And I never do when I talk about this. If you do, I think shadow tank growth blows everything else out of the water. I, I'd have to double check on that one, though. Even over Mega Venusaur? Well, uh, Megas are their own thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Mega Venusaur. No, actually, Mega Sceptile, I believe, has the highest DPS. Leaf Blade um, Spam. Of all grass types. But yes, in terms of shadows, Tangrowth is at the top. And then there's Torterra, I think, right below that. But Zarud, Vine Whip, Power Whip. It's all of the whips, apparently. <laughs> Even though it's got hands, I feel like it needs a, a punching move, but that's okay. It gets 16.5 DPS and 653.1 TDO. Comparing that to the next best option, which is Roserade, who has a DPS of 15.8 and a low TDO of 372.4. It's a little less than half, a little more than half of the TDO. It's almost half. <laughs> almost half. Yeah. nearly half <laughs> it's roughly 50 percent. <laughs> whoa it's halfway there <laughs> no praying here <laughs> but since zarud is already a gen 8 pokemon we've had you know so many pokemon already released it's pretty future proof i didn't do a very detailed look at it but the only possibilities of it being unseated aside from other shadows and stuff coming out is possibly Rillaboom with frenzy plant but that would be a budget option because the tdo would still not be good but the dps would probably be comparable and if we ever get shaman Skyform in like 35 million years but even then it's only if you can get it with hidden power grass so like that's not even a real option at all because it's mythical. You're only going to get one. It's not like you're getting other hidden powers. But the other thing worth noting, it's useful for PvP. But what league, you might ask? It's it's Master League. No! It's Master League. Man. I, I'm pretty sure you can't even get a Great League one from raids. I didn't check the default one, but he's got really high base stats, so it's unlikely. But in Master League, it's really good. It's basically the only usable grass type in the entire league there's a there's a couple of other options like tangrowth but no, i don't think any of them clear 4k cp even at level 50 so it's not good but in master league it has a 62 percent win rate against the meta which is pretty solid and to clarify that's in a one-to-one -one shield situation your mileage may vary all of that all of that jazz, the simulations aren't always accurate, but is it's a it, nice kind of indicator. Is this going to be the new Dialga? Uh, no, no, no. It has okay. too many weaknesses. Oh, uh, sure. Someone pointed out online, being grass dark, it has seven weaknesses and seven resistances, which is very wild. But it's only double weak to one typing. <laughs> don't, make me, don't make me think about that. What is it? Hang on. 
bug type, baby. Bug? Oh. Well, that's yes! What? Bug type! Nah, nah, that's okay. What what bugs are used in Master League? Uh, Caesar, Escavalier. No, 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 no. What bugs will be used in Master League? Genocide. Because Rude will be part of... Yes, of course it is. <laughs> I'm on board. It loses like really, really badly to Togekiss and Nevatel, which is not good because they're very common. And it also loses to Dialga. So there's that. Not, not oh. so great. But it does beat Swampert, Kyogre, Groudon, and both Giratinas pretty solidly. Now, of course, all of this is purely hypothetical because it's assuming level 50. And you're going to get one Zarud. And that's a lot of walking to XL of Zarud. So it seems like a very bad investment until we get another way to get Zarud candy. Or they give us XL rare candy. Like, that's ever going to happen. Nope. Keep dreaming, <sighs> dreamer. I, that, that needs to happen. Like, start of 2022, that's got to be their update. I don't care how they do it. It's, it's got to happen at this point. It'll be almost two years. I agree. By that point. I agree. That's about it for Zarud, although we have more Zarud to cover. That's true. Yep. Oh, boy. Are you ready for more Zarud? I am. It's it's the Pokalore <laughs> segment. And this week, we're covering Zarud, the rogue monkey Pokemon. <laughs> what? I thought we were covering Spupa. No, 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 no. I always forget Spupa exists. Uh, <laughs> we're covering Zarud, the rogue monkey Pokemon. Zarud is a simian Pokemon resembling a baboon or mandrill. By the way, mandrills, if you've seen pictures of them, they're rather scary. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. They're, yes. they're very scary. It's like what I expect an evil spirit to look like, except that it's also a monkey. So, you know, its body is primarily covered in coarse black fur though its chest and belly are patterned with shorter gray fur. Its upper snout, palms, and rings around its eyes are devoid of fur, and its skin is a light gray. The fur around the side of its head angles into wing-like crests on either side of its eyes. The eyes themselves have red sclera, green irises, and black slitted pupils. Its teeth are pointed, and its canines are visible when its mouth is closed. Gotta go get some dental work there, you know? (laughs) Zarud can extend prehensile vines from its wrists, neck, and soles of its feet at will. It uses these vines to attack, swing from trees, and collect food from a distance. Zarud's vines can also rapidly heal wounds when wrapped around them and absorb energy from trees. While resting, only the tips of the vines at Zarud's neck and feet extend beyond its skin. However, the vines extending from Zarud's wrists are typically wrapped around its forearms in four concentric circles. Occasionally, Zarud's vines tear off and become nutrients for the soil of the forests it lives in. As seen in the anime, Zarud can speak the human language. The Zarud follow a sacred law that allows no outsiders to be a part of their pack and protect the sacred springs of the Great Tree. Wait, their pack, so... There's more than one Zarud? Yes, there's there's multiple Zarud. And in fact, in the movie, uh, you know how you've heard about Dada Zarud? Yeah. Dada Zarud is the name of, it's like a nickname for the main Zarud in that movie, I think, that like wears a cape and does some other stuff. But 
there's multiple Zarud. But it's not a mythical Pokemon then. Well, there's multiple well by by definition it doesn't Heatran. What? Is Heatran legendary or mythical? No. No, Heatran's not legendary. Or not mythical. But it is gendered. Yes. So there are exceptions all over the place. No, not with I think that's the only exception for, for mythical, is it not? I don't know, dude. It's their lore. They can do whatever they want. Look. <laughs> no. You're a rule follower. I get it. Look, Kyle, this is just how they do it here, okay? It's not okay. We, we've been... <sighs> Look, we've been following these rules about mythical Pokemon for so long. It's true. It's true. But they already broke the no duplicates of mythicals and go uh, by letting you get multiple Deoxys because of different forms. But I, multiple mean, I guess copies multiple Meltan well. also exist. That's true. But yeah. like Meltan is, is kind of a weird, a weird one. Why? Because it's like a collective being. Well, yeah. And it's also like the last one to kind of. I mean, Zerud is added after, though. I don't. I don't know. It's kind of. Just because weird. it was look, added after doesn't mean. Look. Is it's slightly inconsistent? Is all I'm saying. All right, and it's what, a problem. What you're saying is that it's annoying to you. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm, okay. I'm upset oh, about it. Right. I'm this upset a, about this it. This is a personal, personal complaint. <laughs> I understand. Well, stats wise, max CP at forty is thirty eight thirty three, pretty massive. And at forty, it's forty three thirty four. Again, massive CP total. That's exceptional. Base stats rather high, as Kyle had said before, but specifically two thirty three stamina. 215 defense and 242 attack it's good it's real good kind of across the board definitely bulkier <laughs> than uh than it's it's uh competition i suppose like you kyle again was saying about the tdo that's spectacular and best move set is yeah the whips vine whip and power whip there is a dark type move set that you can use i think it's bite and dark pulse oh god uh, yeah but- dark, dark pulse is the go-to for pvp but bite is just not no, it's not. not. It's it's not what you want. It's not what you want when you have a better option available to you, like Vine Whip and Power Whip in this case. Yeah. That being said, if Zarud gets a, a move that's better in either category, like an actual good fast move, it'll be a, a force to be reckoned with for sure. Yep. And and that's actually, it. and it's it's worth mentioning, I guess. You know, as much as you make fun of Bite, Dark Pulse is pretty good, and mm-hmm. it's better than tyranitar as a dark type attacker so yeah yeah but like i've already got i've got like four bite crunch tyranitars already made you know exactly like i'm i'm only using the tyranitars at this point because i already have them yeah yeah and i don't want to bother powering anything up because they do just fine and again you're only going to get one zarud so well so we so we think you know uh, considering it's the reward for the, the research, it seems unlikely. Yeah, that's true. Although we do have when shiny Zerud comes out, we'll get a second one. Yes. Yes. We will yeah. get one more. Uh-huh. Unless they finally uh-huh. just cave on the whole mythical thing. Or, but. or if they release the Dada form as like a form, you know, yeah, like that'd be that one cool. seems unlikely though, but it does it's definitely a possibility. It does. I, I think that that would probably also fall in the jurisdiction of like the anime stuff. Cause it's unique to the show right or movie i'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure how that all works when it gets into the weeds so to speak but anyway that's it for the poke lore which means that we're already in poke territory can you believe it no i can't believe we're not going to talk about zarud anymore <laughs> you don't know that that's <laughs> true 
So last week's Pokepole was, what is the one Pokemon you're still hunting for? This could be a Shiny, Dax Entry, Hundo, etc. First ask from Mikey Midas. They said, 100% IV Dustox. I've been catching every Wormpole I come across, but the perfect Dustox still eludes me. I really want to use more bugs in Great League, and a level 51 Dustox is still below the 1500 ceiling. Oh my! Yeah, God. buddy, that's right. I, I, I wanna, I wanna say that that Mikey has shared in the Discord evolving Hundo Wormpoles and them not becoming Dustox, but I, I could be remembering something else. So I, I feel the pain if you have done more than one of those. Since it's random, obviously. Those branching evolutions are rough. Uh it's yeah, we we just need a, a sweeping patch to to change it now that mm-hmm. we have other mechanics. Absolutely. Uh DeFi wrote and said, I have a bunch of shinies that have been traded to me, but I haven't been able to catch for myself. Articuno, shiny released July 8, 2018. Cubone, shiny released November 5th, my birthday, 2018. Elekid, shiny released November 14th, my sister's birthday, 2018. <laughs> well, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> The other one I have been waiting on and haven't had traded to me yet is the chocolate pancake. Yes. That is Alolan Raichu. Yes. It's shiny has been out since November 23rd, 2018, and it's still a holdout for me. Oh. Uh, later on in, in the channel, DeFi had also posted a link to the shiny release, like historical shiny releases mm-hmm. and wondered what like our oldest chase was. And unless you have a shiny Magby, Kyle, that is an old shiny that I don't have. I have either one of the two. I have either shiny Allocate or shiny Magby. I don't remember. Give me like two seconds for my game to launch and I'll tell you. Okay. I'm pretty sure that I have an Allocate as well, but I'm not entirely positive. I'm navigating. Can you search my baby? Uh, I'm sure you can. I do have a shiny Magby. You do have a shiny Magby? Oh, to, my gosh. I hatched on the community today, though, so it's... Technically, that's not a great example since it didn't have a community today when it was released, but it's still okay. pretty rare. But baby, by the way, is not a a, a search string. Really? Oh, you have to do just you just have to do hatch. That's unfortunate. Yeah, but um, I didn't see the list that was posted. That's unfortunate. I I do have the shiny Alolan Raichu. If I didn't, that would a hundred percent be my answer because I did so many raids. Oh it. sure. Sure. I, I developed the love of soloing three star raids because of it, because it's just kind of enjoyable. I think I'm actually a liar. I don't think I have either of them. Really? The babies I have are Bonsly, uh, like four Badoo, uh, two Wynots, uh, an Azuril. Oh, I do have an Elicate. There it is. Um, a Smoochum, two Togepies, and an Iglybuff, and a Pichu. Um, babies. Uh, Bonsly, Magby, Smoochum, Badoo, Why Not, Azuril, and a Pichu. Yeah, so looks like I'm missing a Magby and you're missing an Elekid. Yes. Oh, great. Well, <laughs> uh, well I mean, we're, both missing, we're both missing Togepi as well. I have two Togepis. Oh, you said two Togepi? Oh, my God. I'm yeah. Those, yeah. Are, those are good. Those are good Chinese. Uh, I can pass. Not really. I mean, they're bad Chinese, but they're good to have. I think I have the full full line already. Anyway, regardless, that, that's inside. <laughs> that's inside Pokeball. <laughs> that's okay. People people like to see that. People yeah, like sure. people like what's in your inventory. People care. We should do a we should do a stream sometime where we just go through our inventory. Not not oh, to clean man. it out, but something like that. I need to clean out my inventory. That's going to be a goal for this week. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, okay, great. 
But the next response for PokePole is from Carlo. And he said, shiny Absol. Fabsol. Fabsol. Absol is my favorite Pokemon of all time, and I've always wanted shiny form. It also had a super cool mega form, so that's a nice bonus. Can't argue. Fabsol yep. is fantastic. It was hard to get for a long time because who did four star raids? Nobody. There's so many people playing the game right now that don't know four star raids were a thing. No, no. And and re- and a reminder that back when I was tracking 500 raids of summer, I did like seven four seven star raids. Seven whole four star raids? Like seven, yeah. Yeah, and Chris and I got into a, a bit of an argument there about whether Granbull was a four star or a three star. Raid. Turns out both. It was both. <laughs> Uh, next one is from Triptando. For me, there's only one choice. It's my favorite Pokemon ever, and I missed its calm day because of work that day. Hi, Kyle. Can you guess it yet? <laughs> it's a Hunza Mudkip I need in my oh. life, and actually two. Both of them would have been maxed out to level 50 and become best buddies of mine. One I will use for the big and buff Mega Swamper whenever that may find yes. its way to go, and the other one will stay a Mudkip forever. Love it. Mega Swamper is one of my favorites. Because of its absurdity. Mr. Arms. Yeah. it's Someone told Mudkip never skip leg day. And they took that as a challenge. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Next one's from Minato 10. And they said, shiny Caterpie. That pretty golden bug has been outsmarting me for the longest time. So far, I've had 723 encounters with Caterpie. And each time I encounter one, I close my eyes and mumble a little prayer. It's one of those shiny Pokemon where I won't feel complete as a trainer until I get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair. Yep. The only thing better than shiny Caterpie is Retapod. Yeah. I'm I'm in the, the rare group where I have a Retapod, but I do not have the shiny Caterpie. I, I got the, the Metapod traded to me by somebody who didn't know what like shiny Pokemon were, so they'd evolved it. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> and I was like... I'll take it. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Retapod is great. I'm Redipod's a little bit great. sad, but it's Retapod, so it's still good. If it was it's a, a Butterfree, sharp... we'd be having words right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Metapod, it just looks so sharp. It really does. It does. Modders has said, hello, gents. For me, it's Shiny Hanson. Lolan Doug Trio. <laughs> I've been hunting that tanned blonde wig toting poop for almost two years now with an average of 80 plus eggs hatched a week, and it just ain't happening. I think it may be something I said. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I prefer I prefer calling Doug Trio uh, Fabio, but Hanson is good too. Hanson's Hanson a good one. Good I like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and isn't the the shiny is like sunburned, right? It's like real dark brown. I think so. I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't. Hang on, hang on. I have to. I have to know now. I think. Oh. Uh, never mind. Apparently, uh, drift his hatching eggs. I'm not going to look it up anymore because uh, I think I have one. But I wish you all the luck for your shiny Hanson. Yep. Next runs from Joanne ZK. They said, "Hi, Chris and Kyle. For me, it's a shiny flower crown Baneri. I failed in 2020 and would have stopped at nothing this year, but it wasn't part of the 2021 spring event. I'm hoping for 2022. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a worthy." Uh, target right there i feel like flower company is just iconic in its own way now yeah 
It's great. Uh, Moshpit said, hi, guys. Still very much on the hunt for a 100% Shadow Machop. I've got all my Machop XL candy from Community Day still waiting so I can 50 max a 100% Shadow Machamp. I already have six 100 Machamps, but I'm not spending Candy XL until I get that Shadow Hundo. I do a lot of Rocket Grunt battles, one of my favorite parts of the game now. Why all the disdain for them, fellas? <laughs> Look at something personal. It's just kind of personal. And I always <laughs> get extra excited when I see a female grunt say, this buff's physique is just for show. Of course, that leads to bitter disappointment when Makuhita shows up instead. Oh, every time. <laughs> and make it yeah. double. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh. <laughs> that's, a, yeah, that's, that's a shame. <laughs> I think disdain is a strong word, though. I don't. I don't think we have disdain for rocket grunts anymore. I think. I think uh, that time has passed. It's just not worth the effort for me. We just got over it really fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. I. I think they're cool. I like them, but I'm not going to sit there and do it for the reward, which 95 percent of the time was not worth my time. It's now very much more worth it, but we're so used to not caring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next one's from nick bunce they said spin the eight and all of the shinies because the shinies have different patterns to the normals i'm searching high and low spending the pokestops in search of the research task and no luck the spinda well first off i didn't know that the spindas had different shinies from the regular form it's not just the regular form with the shiny pattern no no each each version can be shiny but they, they, they said the shinies have different patterns to the normals. Right. My understanding is that because, okay, so you know how there's like Spinda 1 through 8? Yes. Spinda 1 through 8 also have unique shiny forms to them as well. But those patterns are also different. So those those eight shiny patterns are not the same as the eight normal patterns. I That's my understanding. Okay. Yes. Somebody, somebody can correct me because I, I didn't know that. That's still something I did not know. That's Mr. Bunce, cool. DJ Bunce, please let us know. Spinda's got to be one of the rarest Chinese in the game, right? Yeah, definitely. It's It's got to be up there. I can't even think of something else right now that would be as rare. I've, man, I currently have 27 Spinda in my inventory. Yeah, I, I stopped doing Spinda tasks a long time ago. They're just so hard to keep up with. Yeah, I just, um, you, you really got to just sit there and knock it out. Like, don't let it sit in your inventory because otherwise you're going to just not do it. Well, you also have to find the task, which is a task in and of itself. Yeah, the tasks are way it's, too it's rare. It's very rare. It's very rare. Yeah. This last response is actually an email from Everlaster E. Hello there, fellow Poke nerds. My answer for the Poke poll is a bit odd, but I've been hunting for shiny Sandshrew for what feels like an eternity. Sad. Also, have you guys seen What If yet? I think that they mean the uh, Marvel What If series. Mm-hmm. I have not. I have. I am caught up. Uh, I, I think I'm actually one episode behind right now. Okay. It's it looks good. it looks interesting. Animation style was a little off-putting for me at first. It's it's kind of popcorn-y. Like, it doesn't have a lot of substance to it, but it's still cool to see it being made. Yeah. Uh, let it be said, Butterfree with a bow is really cute, yes. and the fur-fru <laughs> form change is cool. My only goal this week is literally any Fashion Week shiny, preferably Butterfree. Ooh. Signed, Everlaster E with a Mimikyu costume. P.S. Kyle, you forgot about Keldeo and Gear Up last week. He has two forms, Resolute and Ordinary. You know, that's fair. Yeah. 
I, I like to forget that Keldeo is a Pokemon, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the my my little pony crossover? My little pony. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I completely forgot about that too. I don't know a whole lot about Keldeo, to be honest with y'all, so uh bummer. But anyway, thank you for the uh thanks for the email there, Everlastery. Appreciate it. So this week's Pokepole is you've been asked for assistance by Officer Jenny. As an officer in the Pokemon world, what Pokemon do you choose as your partner and why? Should clarify that Officer Jenny is a police officer. As opposed to what? I, I don't know. A, a, a military officer. <laughs> okay. a, 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 an officer in a, a, a board meeting. I don't know. All right. You got an answer, Chris? Okay. So... The, like the the classic answers are like dogs, right? Like I think Growlithe is a really popular choice for yeah. po- like uh, police officers in the Pokemon world. But I would probably, man, I can't, I can't say what I really want to say because I'm going to steal it from you. Uh, Will you though? I don't know if you're going to know my answer. I do have one, but it's a, it's a little bit off the the beaten path. I think. Oh, I would logic. have I would have said Gengar because it would be really helpful in stings to have an ally that can hide in shadows. And nah, Gengar and is like totally that. a Pokemon that the criminals have. Yeah, but but no, it's you get because, to choose. You could have a good Gengar. Yeah, but like thematically, just I don't know. I think it looks like if you were an undercover cop, having a Gengar as a partner would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, obviously, if you want to add the stipulation of where you where the officer works, I think you can make a, a pretty good case that'll work yeah. better for my answer too. So okay, that's uh, my answer. <laughs> my, my answer. I'm thinking like like a detective, like Detective Jenny, as opposed to Officer Jenny, and it'd be like an Alakazam. Ooh. to like to like think out all of the problems and stuff like that be the brains behind the operation type of that's thing. true and spoon fiend you the answer to yeah, exactly uh, to with with all seven spoons <laughs> it's mega Alakazam? yeah well, uh, well why not I, I guess so fair enough <laughs> i don't know how how much iq does mega alakazam game <laughs> i don't know is it as much as metagross i uh you know there's the super computer but can it punch a dump truck? I, I mean, I don't know. Alex Zam could just pick it up. So true with his brain. Yeah. Anyway, if you're dear listener, have an answer to this with question. You've been asked for assistance by officer Jenny as an officer in the Pokemon world. What Pokemon do you choose as your partner and why you can answer the question when we post it on Twitter. You can also answer the question. If you are a patron of ours in our patron discord, we have an entire channel uh, set up for Pokepole. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling 262-586-7717, or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. But before anything else, we're going to toss it on over to Fish and DeFi E, who, by the way, they're coming up on their year anniversary of starting their segment, Mm -hmm. which I cannot believe. It feels like it's been three months. (laughs) Time has no meaning. What is happening? So anyway, they're going to be preparing for their anniversary segment in a little bit here. So y'all should send in some more emails and things for them uh, and they'll do a fun mailbag something or other. So that'll be fun. But this week they're going to be talking about the fashion week uh, stuff and how to, you know, use all your catches and what was good and things like that from the event that you're currently in right now. So to maximize your time with the event or manage the spoils from the event, if you listen to it after the fact, over to fish and DeFi.
Hi, I'm Fish on Ahita. And I'm DeFi E250. And this is PvP Corner, the PvP segment that makes an appearance at Paris Fashion Week every year. DeFi, what's going on in PvP right now? Well, we had a pretty big event in Go Battle League. On Saturday, September 18th, we had Go Battle Day. And I actually played a good chunk of mine. I definitely didn't do all 100 battles, but I played. I had a really good time. I got all the way up to rank 20. So that was really exciting for me. So I gained like four ranks during that day. I think I started at rank 16. So it was a good time, and I really appreciated the flexibility. I was able to do a couple battles in the morning and then play the rest at night. It was really nice having the full 24 hours. How about you? Uh, that's really good to hear. Uh, for me, I look, you may have noticed that I tend not to talk about my GBO rating on these segments because I have a very firm belief that GBO rating isn't actually a very strong indicator of what your skills are as a battler. However, I do want to brag about this one because I had just an absolutely stellar Go Battle Day running Flygon, Umbreon, and Incinerate Typhlosion. I gained, at one point, I gained just a tick under 300 points. Ooh. Yeah, it was a very successful team. Now, I did lose all of it. The next day when I went on stream and tried <laughs> a thing where I wasn't allowed to switch uh, in my battles, which, look, I did lose a lot, but it's actually a really interesting concept because it makes you have to try and work around bad matchups. Yeah, it forces you to try and learn how to flip those. So, look, it's it's hard to deal with at the time, but it's a very good learning experience if you ever do want to try that. All right. Well, I'm glad you had a really good go battle day, even though you lost all <laughs> those points later. I think the most important thing is that we're having fun and we're learning. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, definitely. I definitely did learn. All right. And just in case you're wondering, the next go battle day is going to be on Monday, November 1st. It's going to be when we're in Ultra League Open, Ultra League Premier Classic and the Halloween Cup. So you can look forward to that. What we're doing in Go Battle League right now is we have Ultra League, Ultra League Remix. That's active until September 27th. And then we're going to move into the Master League, Master League Classic, and the Little Jungle Cup. Yes, Fish. The Little Jungle Cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or or just Master League for me. <laughs> um, we have a bit of information from Sylph. They have given a bit of a recap of kind of what we all went through last season with their new projects that they launched and the the badges that you can earn. There's a cool little link now that I might hand off to Chris where they break down all of the badges that you can earn for your Traveler's Card as achievements in Silph Arena tournaments. So you can check out what you might have and what you can aim for in upcoming seasons. And DeFi, we do have the barest amount of information on what's coming in the next season. We do. The Sylph Arena Discord put out a picture of the next Sylph badge, and all it says is soon. And the badge looks pretty cool. It's got some greens and some blues and looks like kind of a crescent moon in the badge as well. It looks really, really pretty. I'm a fan. 
And if you go on the Sylph Arena's YouTube channel, there is currently a premiere set for tomorrow. It's Tuesday, the day we're recording, and it looks like they're going to premiere the meta tomorrow. So that means next week when we do PvP Corner, we'll have some new information for all of you about this new meta. We'll have info. Gonna report the cup to the Pokemon Go Cast podcast listeners. And we're excited to do that. <laughs> and <laughs> Fish, you didn't lose a bet. You don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> and we'll come to you with all of that information next week. With that discussed, let's go ahead and move on to our mailbag for this week. We have a question from Drew2. Drew2 writes, Fish on a heater in DeFi E. For the upcoming GBL season, one of my goals is to compete in Master League with three Pokemon that all share my favorite type, Steel. Getting proper coverage will obviously be a challenge, so I wanted to get both of your opinions on a possible party using what I have available. So Drew2 has a Metagross, Dialga, Melmetal, Excadrill, and Magnezone all decked out with their ideal uh, second charge moves. What do you think, Fish? All steel. Well, the first thing that stands out to me is there's just nothing you can do here to cover the ground weakness and very little you can do to cover fire. So you might have to just lean into that. Just accept like, yep, if I see a Groudon or if I see a Garchomp, I'm pretty likely to lose this battle. But there is probably a team that we can pick out that gives you more coverage than anything else. And what we decided on was Dialga, Melmetal, and Magnazone. Did you want to tell us a bit about what you're getting with that team? So Dialga is an obvious choice just because it is so powerful in Master League and Dragon Breath is going to get you so much neutral coverage. Magnezone is really useful because you can kind of shield bait and maybe knock out your opponent's shields baiting with mirror shot or having that wild charge there. And then Melmetal in the back might work really, really well. Rock Slide gives you some additional coverage against Ho-Oh, um, which is a fire-type threat to your team, being all steel. And Superpower also does some really nice neutral damage to fire-types, to ground-types. So it gives you the best possible options from what we can tell. Superpower will also give you a fighting chance against an opposing Dialga. And the Dragon Breath from Dialga is your main hope against an opposing Garchomp, because you can beat a Garchomp with shields. All right, so best of luck with your team. You'll have to let us know how your Master League all-steal, all-the-time team goes for you. But Drew2 had a second question. Which is, secondly, if you had to build a single-type battle party in any league of your choosing, what type... And Pokemon, would you pick? I feel like the obvious answer is water. If I'm looking at Great League, my favorite league to play in, Azumarill, it's number three in open Great League for a reason. It is thick and it has a lot of really good coverage moves. Jellicent also does really, really well. And then you can have Swampert, who has that ground typing to give you some coverage against electric types. 
grass is going to be an issue for you. So maybe you could switch switch it up. I could switch it up and have maybe dugong in there with that ice shard and icy wind to hit back against grass types. But it just water seems like the way to go. I'm sure other types have their benefits. So fish, can you persuade me out of it? Water just has so much good. There's so much variety. Um, I I kind of like grass here. I think there are some great options in the grass category that kind of cover the standard grass weaknesses like uh, Ludicolo is a really cool one that the secondary water typing really cancels out a lot of grass's weaknesses and it has ice beam to take on flyers and maybe other grasses. Um, you've got things like Torterra has some really interesting typing that can take care of the poison weakness and has things like Santum and Razor Leaf combo that uh, allows you to debuff your opponent to take more damage from the Razor Leafs as it keeps on going. Also, it allows you to really put a world of hurt on DeFi's water team. So that's a big plus in its favor. <laughs> Fair enough. I should have figured you would have picked something <laughs> to beat water. Triple Charm is also a thing. You could go triple fairy type. Ooh. Poison would be good too. That would knock out your triple charm. Well, I was I was about to say, um, I did a tournament once with my local community where we each had to pick a type and all of our Pokemon had to be that type. And I ended up going with Fairy and I managed to beat the poison type trainer with my fairy team. I feel like that's cheating. Well, we did it. We we found a way. <laughs> Alright. Thank you for your question, Drew to keep us posted on that steel team. Moving on, we've got a double slap this week, and it is the event that we're currently in, Fashion Week, followed by an upcoming event called Secrets of the Jungle. DeFi, we wanted to take a look at some of these Pokemon that you can chase and hunt down during these events that have the most PvP relevance. And the first is Furfrau, is that how you pronounce it? Furfru. Furfru, Furfru. Um, Furfru. Yeah, so that is coming into Pokemon Go, and it's bad. Like, it's weirdly bad. I say that because, like, it's got a good moveset and good stats, so Sucker Punch is not one that's particularly widely used, but it's got above-average energy generation, and it's got, like, Surf and Grass Knot, which are both good moves as well. Uh, it's also got decent stats, like it's not too glassy, um, it's it's fairly bulky, but for some reason it's sitting like lower than 300th in the Great League rankings. I think maybe just that normal typing doesn't do it any favours, uh, the fact that it doesn't have any stab moves, so it's not getting that extra 20% bonus in the damage of its moves. They're, they're the best two guesses I've got, but yeah, Fefru is... No good. Poor Furfru. I know. Well, if the featured Pokemon of the event, the headliner, isn't all that great, what spawns should we be chasing? Well, let's take a look. First up, my favorite Pokemon of this event, Broagunk. 
the Croagunk with the backwards bro cap. And even though it can't evolve into Toxicroak because it is a costume Pokemon, you can still chase it for XL candy. I'm still building my XL Toxicroak. I still need some XL candy. This is a really good opportunity for it. Same thing with Curlia. Curlia with its fancy little hat. You can still get candy for it for Gardevoir and Gallade, both of which are great Pokemon in pretty much all of the leagues. Um, Gallade works really well in both Great and Ultra League. You can also use Gardevoir. It is a monster charm where it does a ton of damage. I've gotten wrecked by Shadow <laughs> Gardevoir before. And then the other big Pokemon to watch out for that can evolve because it's not a costume Pokemon, Frillish has made an appearance. Frillish is amazing in the Great League and the Ultra League, but for the Ultra League, you got to watch out. You need to use a lot of XL candy on it, max it out to 50, but it is so, so good. So definitely be on the hunt for Frillish. We've also got some Pokemon in raids. Some of those Pokemon include the Broagunk and Curlia that Defy mentioned. But also, DeFi, there is a monster in here, and its name is Scraggy. Oh, man, wouldn't you love some XL candy for Scraggy? Just want to gobble that up. Just yum, 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 yum. All the XL candy, please. Yes, please. Scraggy has been absolutely destroying the Ultra League. It's been doing so well. Also works really well in Great League, but we're in Ultra League right now, so that's kind of where my brain is at. And you need, again, a ton of XL candy to max this thing out. So this is a great, great opportunity. If I had the XL candy for an Ultra League Scrafty, I would absolutely have been running that thing all event. I would too. So I'm hoping to be able to get enough XL candy now to be able to build it out. Also, just a quick note on the research. There is a research task out there. Make two great throws in a row and it rewards a Frillish. So that is something to definitely keep your eye out for. Again, Frillish is great in both the Great League and the Ultra League. Jellicent is a fantastic Pokemon. Next up, we have my favorite movie, Double Slap 2, Secrets of the Jungle. (laughs) (laughs) so what are some of the spawns that you want to look out for for secrets of the jungle well really we've been looking through these spawns and they actually all have pvp relevance in some way or another so hutut evolves into noctow which uh, is a a great generalist flying type combi evolves into vesper queen which has some nice niche usability usually in like your limited meta formats like Silphorina Cups. Drillba evolves into Excadrill, which is fantastic in Master League in particular. Cottony evolves into Whimsicott, which is a nice charmer with interesting typing. Then we've got Dwebble evolving into Crustle. Lavatar evolving into Tyranitar. Maybe that one's not quite as useful because it does have a lot of weaknesses and is very glassy. And I'm actually not sure, Defi, I don't know if you know, whether this costumed Pikachu can evolve, because if it can, Raichu's got some great play as well. I I don't think it evolves. I'm not entirely sure because then it would lose its cute little Whalmer bag. So I <laughs> I, I I don't think so, but I am I am open to being wrong. But not only that, there are some great Pokemon in raids. And kind of like spawns, they're all pretty useful. You've got Larvitar, Rog and Rolla, Rufflet, Flygon, Ludicolo. But the two that you want, the two to focus on, Lickitung 
and Chansey. Because to run those in Great League, you need to max them out. And it takes so much work. I've been working on my Lickitung forever. And I haven't even made a dent in the XL candy. So having it as an opportunity in raids is something I'm really excited for. Same here. I so want to max out a level 50 Chansey. And my my buddy Licky Minaj is still waiting for the candy. It's like it's got its tongue ready. It wants that candy. Oh, by the way, the costume Pikachu does not evolve. I have a shiny one. Oh, you have a... Ooh, nice. Okay, that's awesome. Um, but too bad it doesn't evolve. So forget about that one. Uh, Raichu's still good, though. Just wanted to give all of you a heads up. In two weeks will be our one-year anniversary of doing this segment. So if you have any specific questions for Fish or myself that we can read out in two weeks when we have kind of our anniversary episode, that would be really awesome because, you know, we love hearing your feedback. So it would be really great if we could hear some feedback from the audience on our anniversary. And with that, we're going to kick it back to Chris and Kyle. Don't forget the email to get in touch with us or them is mail at gocastpodcast.com and we will see you next week. All right, thank you, Fish and DeFi-E, for that fashionable segment, as always. All right, Mr. Kyle, it's the second-to-last section of the show. Right, goals are a section, aren't yes. they? Yes, yeah. I, mean, I got those, you that, this time. <laughs> you know, I don't think that counts. I don't think goals count as like oh. their own entire well, section. I think I think it is for as Look, long all as I'm we saying, have. Huh? All I'm saying is on the notes that we've kept now for 162 episodes, the last section does not say goals. It says conclusion. And it has always said conclusion. <laughs> Yeah, so, but, but conclusion is conclusion is is comprised of two sections: a plugs and b outro. And the exactly. only thing under outro is goals. <laughs> so goals are part of conclusion, but not. No, no, I know, I know, you're not picking a fight with my formatting right now. We're not doing that, right? Because you might as well just call me a bunch of personal names. <laughs> it's time for emails. That's true. Wait, I'm sorry. I couldn't understand your accent. It's time e- for what? Emails. Oh, okay. I got you now. Emails and emails. Emails, emails, emails. So the first email is from Pokemon Kenobi Luna. Hey, guys. I enjoy your podcast, and I just joined your Patreon today. I listened to episode 161, and sadly, no one wrote you guys. Two th- quick things I wanted to run by you. I have a very mobile job that allows me to smash gyms all over an area of about 50 miles. When I was visiting one of my offices, I was painting the town yellow, and I noticed someone very much desired the town to remain blue. Go instinct, chest bump. I moved on, and about a week later, I got an email on my work email from, from some guy who told me yellow is permitted at this gym on Wednesdays. And that other days are spoken for. Personally, I disagree. I believe this gym should be yellow on all of the days. That's hilarious. (laughs) Is this sort of carving out of gyms a common thing? Am I so unsocialized in the Pokemon community? And this is why I'm so offended by this peace tree that I was not privy to. Uh, I think we pause pause right here and, and answer this one. I have heard of communities in smaller towns like very strictly policing gyms and stuff like that but once your town reaches even like a a modest size 
that's ridiculous. It's it's not it's not feasible. Yeah. That sounds like somebody just works there and uh is like this is my work gym. You can't have it. <laughs> 50 coins is not even that much. <laughs> but like it doesn't matter. It's it's go go get more gyms like come on. <laughs> right, right. My uh, we we've heard this story in a couple of different iterations on the show in the past. Yeah. And honestly, like my opinion and Kyle, you might just be like, no, f- forget them. Just do whatever you want. I, I, if if the entire local community, and I mean everybody, is on board with it, then like, yeah, I guess don't don't rock the boat. But at the same time, like, what are they going to do? It's the game. It's how it's meant to be played. You're not breaking any rules. You're just yeah. messing up a little bit of what they're what they're trying to do. And on the other hand, while I should say maybe don't rock the boat maybe they shouldn't pick a fight with you about it. Cause it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's, it's not that big a deal in yeah. the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And it's, so if it, it's, especially if it's one person, if it's one person, do whatever you want. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I feel at least, but I'm like very aggressive in that, in that capacity, very <laughs> passive in a lot of things in my life, but in terms of stuff like that, I'd be like, you don't want me to take this ship? I'm coming here every day now. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I feel like do. the color yellow. <laughs> there's there's more to the email, though. And they continued. This reminds me about the first time I went to a punk rock show. And when people started falling in the mosh pit, I started throwing other people on top of the people who fell down until the music venue looked like the train to Busan until someone said, hey, we help them up. So I held them up before I resumed pushing them around. I digress. <laughs> so, you know, that that's fine. But but a mosh pit rules are there for communal safety reasons. Yeah. <laughs> it's not if the game, if you showed it to a boxing ring, like a big boxing tournament where they were like free for all. And like, no, we're nice to people here. I could see why there'd be some dissonance. <laughs> I'm sort of a lone Lycanroc style Pokemon player, as you can tell by my allegiance to the third wheel of Pokemon teams. Well, <laughs> that's not how we try and describe Team Instinct. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That was too kind. <laughs> Please let me know if I should buy the establishment or do I give them heck and make them rue the day they infringed on my God given right to place blissies in all the gyms. <laughs> um, I like the way you phrase that. So forget them, ignore them, do whatever yeah, you want. I, if it's one player, do whatever you want but if it turns out that like that one player has like an understanding with the whole community and that's a place you regularly play you you may want to consider giving away infringed on my god-given right to place blissies in all the gyms only if those are level 50 blissies amazing (laughs) oh my god amazing there's a little bit more secondly i mainly play pokemon go with my son pokemon padawan the padawan has been begging my wife to play for years literally years recently the padawan has been excelling at school and as a reward we started a new pogo account for my wife but i am at a loss for a pogo star wars crossover pun right now her name is ahsoka firo and i think we can do better can i list your community for a better name i know you have some very creative listeners with poems frequently coming in via email if there's something better super disco i'll try to find my way into your disco group I'm not much of a Discord user, but I will make my way on there as I find the time. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Ahsoka Firo is not terrible. I like that one. I think 
I think with some time you could could come up with a couple other ones though. I have to think on that one. Yeah, I've been trying to think of ones here, but uh, well, well, I think we should punt this until next week and hopefully get some responses from people. Yeah, I think, some I think there, there's some people who care. I think on Discord, I think we might. We might oh be yeah. Able to, to yeah. rustle up something. Hopefully. Not only do they care, they'll they'll have a few days to think about it, and I'm positive we'll mm-hmm. come some, with some good answers. So, if you, dear listener, have a suggestion for this Pokemon uh, Star Wars crossover, please write in. Love to hear it. Thanks very much for the email, by the way. Pokey One Kenobi Luna, appreciate it. Next one's from Geo. Hey, Chris and Kyle. Not not Geo Reversal, a different Geo. Love your show. One of my favorite aspects of the handheld games has been Mega Evolutions. My go-to being Mega Aerodactyl. <laughs> the perpetually in pain uh, bat from the God. Jurassic period. Yep. I was so excited when Niantic introduced them to Pogo, but after June, we stopped getting new Megas. Why do you think this is? If the Warriors run out of energy, I would not be opposed to having more energy special research quests, especially to take the place of the ones that give you a single pineapple berry. Yes, I'm yes. with you. <laughs> do you guys have any speculation as to when we will get our next mega? Lastly, which of them is your favorite mega and or the one that you're most looking forward to? Obviously, when it drops, I'll be bringing Mega Aerodactyl everywhere with me. <laughs> Best regards, Geo. All right. So first part, do you think we're going to get a new mega soon? Uh, Well, no, they've, they've announced all the way through like December or whatever, which is silly. But the only chance would be if it's associated with an event so there's a possibility we just don't know yet it i think december at the earliest right now okay and we we talked about it when they announced all this stuff uh like at the start of august at the start of september time it has no meaning remember <laughs> yeah that's um, right whenever they announced it and it's kind of wild that we haven't gotten a new mega at all we've had several very good opportunities and they they must be like looking for a revamp or like seeing if they can change something before they make a new one i don't know you when you were talking about community day and you brought up shup it as being a better community day than duskull because i had a mega it got me thinking that pretty pretty much i think if we don't see because there's a lot of megas in the in the ghost world uh if we don't see a new mega next month i don't think we'll see one for the rest of the year we're just gonna have to wait and see what's gonna be coming out it's just it's weird when there are good opportunities and they don't mm-hmm. use it. That's all. Oh, I suppose uh, there's a lot of ghost megas, but in October, do you think they could maybe justify a dark? Eh, yeah, no. Who do we even have that's dark left? Or bug? But no, no, no that'd bug. be kind of what I could see dark because we got dark right for Halloween. I think there's only two dark megas left. Uh, Sharpedo and Sableye, which is also a ghost. So, yeah. Uh, but there's a second question here: Who's your favorite Mega? I mean, it's it's Mega Gengar, so I'm not going to answer that. I have another answer, obviously. <laughs> but Chris, do you have a favorite Mega? Heracross. Not, that Heracross. All right. All it's right. Heracross. That Heracross is good. He's handsome, dude. Yeah. Second favorite Mega is it's close for me between Sableye and Swampert. I, I like Mega Swampert a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and and Mega Sableye is just neat. It's just a giant gem. That's all. It also gets like pointier ears and stuff. But well, thank you very much for the uh, email there, Geo. Appreciate it. Last emails from Mitch. Mitch said, hey, Chris and Kyle, long time. No talk. I missed you guys. I listened to the last episode during Oshawa Community Day. 
and was appalled by the total lack of emails. <laughs> this must change. Team email, rally behind me. We were just as shook. <laughs> I think it was the first time we've ever had no emails since we started the show. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is which is crazy. Anyway. I should I should clarify, by the way, that when I say no emails, I mean like emails that we read on the show. Every once in a while, like I'll get an email that's just like, hey, I caught this shiny. I'm like, that's cool. You know, but it's not like a question. So yeah, uh, we, Chris, Chris Fields emails and all that were welcome, I them, but like I do. just ones that will stir discussion. I just want to let everybody know that even if I don't respond or we don't read your email on the show because you're sharing a shiny with us or something, I do read it. And I do appreciate you sharing it. So thank you very much for those. Back to Mitch. I have been super busy at school with multiple 14-hour days during the week. Oh, Balancing work, school, and fun is hard. My Pokeball Plus has been putting in work as of late. Oshawa Community Day was fun, of course. I hit level 49 and got 41 shinies. Beat ya! Plus a shiny as elf. I don't know. That kind of wins. I missed having a group of fine folks to walk around with. Looking forward to, to December Community Day with the squad. Thank you for your consistency, guys, especially when I lost mine. Speaking of which, I need to average 2 million experience a week to hit level 50 by the end of the year. Keep me on that goal. Shiny vibes all. Cooks gravy. Oh, man. Shiny vibes all. I didn't realize how much I missed it at the end of the show. 2 million experience a week. That's gonna be pretty tough to be consistent when you're busy and we're not inundated with experience events right now yeah also going to have to really be uh thorough and consistent with friendship yeah in order for that to work that's rough i i wish you the best of luck i'll remind you and bug you but dang oh man there isn't even 90 days until the end of the month or end of the year be quiet I don't I don't need that kind of negativity in my oh, life. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm so- <laughs> hey, uh, for for New Year's by the way, do you do you ever do anything for New Year's? Do you stay up? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I stay up, but I haven't Oh, like, wait, you're up until midnight every night I, anyway. Like, <laughs> I haven't done anything for midnight since I was like 15. Oh, okay. I just I've I've found um, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I found there's two pe- there's two types of people in this world. There are people that love New Year's and stay up. And these are usually the people that stay up anyway, like you and me, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second type of person is like, uh, but I want to go to bed at 1030. Why do I have to wait until midnight? And I don't understand type two, but everybody that's, I know is that's type That's 100% two. my girlfriend. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I am the first one. She is the second one. No question. <laughs> Uh, man i love new year's it's underrated actually it's it's overrated but i still love it anyway mitch thank you so very much for that email if you find folks listening at home would or i guess if you're not at home if you're in your car or if you're at work if you're elsewhere that's fine too you're also a fine folk you can send us a voicemail to 262-586-7717 or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com visit our website it's gocastpodcast.com for all things gocast you can follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. If you'd like to help support the show monetarily and uh, you get something back for it, the minimum uh, of $1 a month gets you access to our Patreon Discord, which you talk about all the time. And you hear from lots of people on there all the time as well. You can find out more about that and help the show out by visiting Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCastPodcast. And speaking of, shout out to our Elite Trainer Tier Patrons. 
Cyprian, Bo, Daniel, Zuckwalker, Andrew, Chad, Robert, Michael, Ozzy, Ted, Tish, Ben, Marvin, and Mimi, Sports, Thayer, and Jason. New this week. Thank you very, very much for your generous support in helping us keep the digital lights on. Y'all are the best. But if monetary support is not the route you'd like to go for supporting us, or you've already gone that route and are looking for an additional way to do so, you can always leave us a review on a platform that allows you to leave reviews. So not Spotify or Google Podcasts. Not yet, at least. Well, we got a new review this past week from Gamma. It's Gamma Llama, but I want to read it as Gamma Llama so badly. (laughs) (laughs) And they said, best podcast ever. Really helpful with PvP and other stuff. I love that, by the way. Please keep doing this forever. I don't know about forever, but I love the (laughs) really helpful with PvP and other stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's an accurate description of the, of the show. Yeah, I made a joke. I shared this review with, with DeFi and Fish in the Discord. Um, and uh, DeFi said something about, oh, yeah, PvP and other stuff. That's hilarious. And I said, I'm starting to realize that Kyle and I just do a section on the PvP corner as a podcast now. <laughs> like, uh, they have their own fans. It's really, really great. I love it because we love them. And we want them to be successful. So thank you very much for sharing the love with our co-hosts who do the PVP corner as well. All right, Kyle, I'm going to stop blathering on about how much I appreciate people and things. Let's set some goals and then we can get out of here. Okay. So I already said at the top of the show, I need to clean out my inventory because I know I'm not going to do it in time for dusk all day. Otherwise, I'm at 4178. I want to get down to 2000. Okay. Let me check my eggs real quick. Let's say, since I haven't hatched very many eggs this week, and it's already Thursday, 30 eggs. 30 eggs? Okay. Yeah. And 200,000 Stardust. Nice. All right, so get to 2,000 Pokemon in your inventory, 30 eggs and 200,000 Stardust. Yep. Okay. I would like to walk another 25 kilometers and actually get that on my adventure sink. I'm going to keep doing that. 30 eggs as well. Also 200,000 stardust. I'm at 8.3 million. So that'll put me at 8.5 ish and uh, catch a shiny, any shiny. I'd like for any it to be shiny, any shiny. I'd really like for it to be one of the event shinies because they're out in a boot and I'd like to grab one. I co- oh, dude, I forgot to tell you, I got a shiny growl this week nice it's a good yeah, shiny. It's a good yeah, shiny. yeah but i would really love that butterfree as a shiny but i'll i'll take whatever so not too picky but that's it i think that's the show isn't it yep. yeah yeah okay all right well then i guess there's nothing left to do but say goodbye and thank you all for listening to episode 162 especially if you made it this far and we'll see you next week for episode 163 bye-bye bye, bye.